John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltica, Ed. This is the High Gain Podcast, John. The High Gain Podcast, Ed. What do we talk about? A variety of topics revolving around guitars. Guitars, guitar amps, pedals, chords, cables. Chords, cables. Tuners. Picks. MIDI shit. MIDI witchcraft. Yep, exactly. Strings? Maybe strings. Yeah, sure. Cool. Where are you recording from, John? I am once again in, get this, sunny, cloudless West Seattle, Washington. Oh my gosh. What do you think the temperature is there today? I think it's probably pushing 60, maybe. <laughs> pushing 60. Oh. For us, that's kind of nice. Yeah, I guess so. I'm in beautiful Palm Springs for one more day. One more day. My glorious month of COVID lockdown in the sun is ending. What's the weather out there? It's probably pushing 90 today and tomorrow. Ha! A little warmer. Have you completely denuded the fruit tree so whoever comes after you doesn't get anything to eat? We totally have. It's terrible. (laughs) It's terrible. (laughs) You know, there's grapefruits in the tree. They're just like 12 feet in the air. So, yeah, a normal person won't be able to even touch the branch they're on. A normal person is not, like, nine and a half feet tall, are they? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. Well, then, yeah, they're probably out of reach. Good one, Ed. That's why we're leaving, actually. I ran out of orange juice. She seems to have invisible touch, yeah. Grabs right, holding her heart. She seems to have invisible touch. Yeah, she takes a probe and slowly tears you apart. Beverages. 
Beverages Head. That is <laughs> the amazing Phil Collins and his rock and roll band Genesis, isn't it? It is indeed. Yes. That's like high school for me. Yeah, me too. Back in the Wayback Machine. In high school, I was super dismissive of Genesis and Phil Collins. And I'm wondering, was I wrong, John? Probably. People have become much more like, oh no, Phil Collins was a genius. I think that's becoming a thing. Maybe. Collins? Come on. Yeah. Hey, what are you drinking, Ed? I have the last of the denuded orange tree orange juice. Um, it's getting to the point where you're reaching these oranges that have been in the tree like way out of reach. And so they're a little not as good as they were like when they were down low. And you're trying to whack them with a stick. Exactly. But still delicious, John. Put a little Topo Chico in there to kind of smooth it out, you know? You could take an orange. Mm-hmm or a grapefruit for that matter, and maybe throw it at one of the higher ones and try to knock it down. This is the kind of -of out-of-the-box thinking that has brought people to the high gain, and it's what keeps them coming back week after week. Yeah, I mean, not everybody can just engage in that kind of advanced troubleshooting at will. Joe Sixpack, you think he's thinking of throwing orange to orange? Orange to orange contact? No. (laughs) If you needed to get into a tighter space... Yeah. Maybe you throw the orange at the grapefruit. Exactly, John. More pinpoint. Yeah. If you're lucky, mm-hmm. you hit the thing, and on its way down, it hits others and brings them down. Oh, my God. Jimmy 9 to 5 is listening to this, and he's just like... Writing it down. This is galaxy brain shit right here. <laughs> what about you? What are you drinking, John? Oh, oh, what am I drinking? You Right, 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 right. Uh, I've got a Bedford's... Ginger beer out of Port Angeles, Washington. Yeah, how is that? It is nice and crispy and sharp tasting. I like that in a ginger beer. I know you do. The place we're staying in, the fridge was actually like pretty stocked with stuff. And there's a bunch of those ginger beers, and that's the one thing I just kind of side-eyed and have not had a single one. As long as you're stealing all the rest of their citrus, why don't you just pack up those ginger beers and bring them to me? They're going to get here and just be like, what the (laughs) fuck? What happened to our tree? They have this grapefruit and orange tree, and they make screwdrivers and greyhounds. They're going to have to be chugging like straight vodka because all the fruit's gone. What are you going to do, huh? I got my coffee. What about you? Of course I've got coffee. Great. Did you notice, by the way, when I played that sound? The the stutter? You seem to be guessing my pedals lately, so I just mixed it up. That's one of my pedals. Maybe. That sounds like your pog. It is not. The microcosm? It is not. I've got you stumped. Okay, I'm going to tell you, Ed, because it probably doesn't make for very compelling radio. Did I let you borrow the Enzo? It is the red panda particle going into the Enzo. That's what was fucking me up. I thought it was one pedal, and I'm like, what do I have that would make that noise? You were totally in the glitch mode, but then it was also doing the synth thing. Okay. Yep. A hundred years ago, Ed... 
1921. Yeah. There was a guy born in Germany. Okay. His name was Hans Jacob. Let's just call him Jack. Okay. Steinberger. Oh. Oh. We've got a Steinberger guitar here. I'm ready. Hans Jacob Steinberger, Jack, grows up in Germany, but then the World War II happens, Mm. and his parents send him to America to get him out of harm's way. Our guy Jack? Yeah. Oh. Only just died last year. He was 99. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. R.I.P., my dude. That's a good run. Absolutely. He wasn't messing around here in these United States. Mm -hmm. He studied science, mathematics, physics, taught at the country's most prestigious centers of learning. Okay. In 1988, Ed, our man Jack Steinberger gets himself a Nobel Prize in physics. No shit. Really? Yeah. He's got a Nobel? Jack Steinberger? Hell yeah, he does. Holy shit. You are completely scientific, so this will probably all make sense to you. Okay. So you can probably explain it to me. Okay. He gets his Nobel Prize in physics for the neutrino beam method and the demonstration of the doublet structure of the leptons through the discovery of the muon neutrino. Oh, yeah. Totally, right? That sounds galaxy brain. All I know is that a neutrino, once I looked it up, is considered to be one of the elementary constituents of matter. Ooh. Yeah. I was not maybe a straight A student in high school. Oh. That is a true story. But I definitely got an A in physics. I loved that class. So I totally understand what you're saying. I knew you would. (laughs) I don't know what any of that means. I think a thing that's cool in physics is there are theories, the theory of relativity, and then there are laws, right? Sure. I think a lot of what people work on is trying to break existing theories and laws, prove them wrong. Yes. I think that's cool. I don't know if that's what Galaxy Brain Steinberger was doing. Maybe. I hope so. Well, he wasn't all work and no play. Along the way, he had himself a family had kids. One of his kids, Ned Steinberger. Sure. In 1948, Ned is born in Princeton, New Jersey. What year was Hans born? Jack? 1921. So he was like 27 when Ned comes along. Okay. Perhaps Jack was studying and or teaching at Princeton at the time. Yeah. This is a Steinberger guitar I hold in my hand. Ned, even if he absorbs the science brain, ends up going to art school. My man. You love this guy. Yeah. Born in Jersey, goes to art school. Yeah, he goes to the Maryland Institute of Art and comes out with a BFA in sculpture. Oh, cool. Once he graduates, this is around 1975, he starts working for Tonet Industries. T-H-O-N-E-T. Shit. Fuck. (laughs) Everything all right over there, Ed? Just a little beverage-related catastrophe. You okay now? (laughs) I am much better. All right. We were talking about our man Ned Steinberger and how he graduates from art school and starts working for Tonet Industries Mm -hmm. in Brooklyn, New York. I looked up Tonet Industries. It turns out it was founded by Michael Tonet. Oh, no. No longer with us. 
He died in 1871. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, he was oh, a German no. cabinet maker. But you know what, Ed? What? Our man Michael Tonet invented bent wood furniture. That seems crazy. You know, all that stuff you see with the, you know, bent wood, the wood that's bent? <laughs> I do. I do know that. Yeah, so Ned is working for Tonet Industries designing industrial furniture. He's got a studio in Brooklyn, and he shares it with a guy called Stuart Spector. I know a Phil Spector. No, not him. Okay. Stuart Spector is making instruments. He asks our man Ned if he wouldn't like to try coming up with a design for a bass for him. Because Spector makes basses. Perhaps you have heard of them. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so he comes up with a bass design for Stuart Spector. And he made a couple of prototypes out of graphite-reinforced epoxy. That sounds like galaxy brain, lab coat, toe socks kind of shit. (laughs) Toe socks, yeah. You know? Of course. So he's messing around with this stuff already. Alternate materials, different design concepts. In 1979, he comes up with what he thinks is a cool design for a base, the Steinberger base. It's pretty easy to describe. Imagine a triangle with a guitar neck sticking out of the top of it. Geometry didn't stick with me. He makes three prototypes of these. Original Steinberger bases. This is 1979. He calls it the L2 base. He takes these three prototypes, he throws them in the car, and he goes to Summer Nam, where a dealer grabs all three of them up. And all three of those bases sold almost immediately. One sold to John Entwistle of The Who. Oh, no. The other sold to Tony Levin of King Crimson. And the third one went to Andy West of The Dregs. Some hitters. Some heavy hitters. Based on that kind of success and that word of mouth, Ned Steinberger goes ahead and founds the Steinberger Sound Corporation. And that L2 base, for the design ideas that he put into that, he gets a patent. But that is not the end of the buzz, Ed. Time Magazine declares the L2, the Steinberger L2 base, one of the five best designs of 1981. Just design? Yes. So they're not really grading it on how much a bass player would dig on it. It's just like a pure design question. Yeah, I suppose so. But, you know, that's all good. Time Magazine, whatever. It's 1982 where it starts to shine because he wins the Reinforced Plastics slash Composite Award from the Society of Plastics. That's a big deal right there. In 1982, demand for that bass exceeds supply by 300%. So they had three orders? (laughs) (laughs) So he relocates to Newburgh, New York. Bigger space, couple more people, increased production, the whole nine yards. You might know Newburgh, New York, Ed, as home of Geraldine Ferraro. (laughs) We are getting all the sweet call-outs in this one. Sure. The hits keep coming. He starts working on the GL guitar, which is what I hold in my hand today, Ed. It is made out of graphite reinforced epoxy, two EMG pickups, pickup selector, volume tone, and a proprietary vibrato system. It looks kind of like a Floyd Rose. Yeah. 
this particular example doesn't have it, but he invented what's called the trans trim. Oh. It had five settings, so you could shift the tune of the entire set of strings into a different key, as if you had put a capo on your guitar, but you could go down as well as up. And it supposedly stayed in tune? It stayed in tune almost perfectly. So you could, like, put the entire guitar down a step? More than a step. There were kind of settings, five of them, the key of B, C, D, F sharp, and G. Five additional. That's right. E is standard tuning. Yeah, that's crazy. You know who really liked that? Our man, Eddie Van Halen. Huh. He thought that was pretty cool to just go yoink on the whammy bar and the entire instrument's in a whole different key. Would it lock in that key? Yes. You push down on the trim arm and move it to the side and you feel it just kind of go click. Into steps. Yeah, it stepped through. Yeah. Wow. It's almost like baritone or whatever. Yeah. Critical to this are the strings. They have the ball ends on both sides. They are a fixed length. Hmm. You know how much I've tuned this thing so far, Ed? Nunce. <laughs> Honestly, the guitar you're holding, I like more than a lot of other Steinbergers. It's pretty murdered out. This thing's just like black on black on black. And this artificial material makes the fretboard feel like ebony. It's really fun to play. While this bridge doesn't have the trans trim, the very next year he would introduce what's called the S trim. And this guitar actually has it. There's an adjustable lever that you can engage. And what that does is locks the whole thing. Sure. So now you've got essentially a hardtail. Lock it down, it's not going anywhere. On a Stratocaster, you've got dudes just like shoving hunks of wood back there to keep it from moving. <laughs> yep. The thing is, that trim totally looks fine and reasonable on this like goofball guitar, right? I can't imagine someone after marketing that trim into any other guitar. Yeah. What's the arm looking thing? Is that to like have it on your lap? Yes, and it folds out. You fold it out, and now this thing rests amazingly comfortably on your leg and is balanced. There's no neck dive or anything. I don't know how he figured that part out. I wonder what old Jack thought of his son, you know. I imagine that once the Society of the Plastics Industry Incorporated came knocking... Old Jack was pretty proud. Yeah. Time Magazine, whatever, it's a magazine, right? But Society of Plastics. Yeah, the old uh, STPI. Man. <laughs> sure. How many of these guitars have we done? Steinberger? Yeah, Steinberger. None. This is our first one. No. Yes. Huh. What's the other headless goofball guitar that's like Steinberger, but not? We did a Strandberg, the Swedish one. Yeah. By the way, we should shout out, Ed. Yeah. Our friends Nicholas and Max over there in Malmo, Sweden. Yes. Who have their own guitar repair joint. They are moving to bigger, better headquarters. Malmo Guitar Verkstad. How did I do? Do I sound like a hick? No, you sound great, man. They found a bigger space and they're moving and uh, we look forward to seeing pictures of that on the Instagram. Congratulations, guys. And check out their band, Liar Thief Bandit. Yep. 
check out their new album with album cover art by one Edward Allen Peterson. That's right. Pictures of the Milky Way from Joshua Tree. Yeah, man. It's all coming together. Oh, yeah. You know what, though, Ed? Hmm. It wasn't just the Society of the Plastics Industry that came knocking. In 1987, Steinberger is sold to Gibson. Hmm. Hmm. Ned stayed on for a while, but eventually split to do his own thing. Three years later, in 1990, he starts up NS Design. But by the mid-1990s, Gibson just shit-cans the whole thing and stops making them. Okay. They apparently were too difficult to manufacture and too expensive all around. Yeah, that I can see. Yeah, and I think the technology that goes into these things is probably pretty time-intensive. What a great idea. Let's buy a company and then not build their guitars for them. Thanks. You'll be happy to know, Ed, that now they've started doing it again. Yeah, okay. So did someone buy the name from Gibson or? No, no, Gibson still owns it. And the collection in which these guitars reside, there are two guitars and one bass model and then all the kind of variants of those. Uh, It's called the Spirit Collection. And it's part of what's called the Synapse line. They're made in South Korea, and they are part wood and part graphite. I think you can even get an all-wood version. I don't know if that's a thing you would want, even. There's people who like that body shape, who just don't care so much about graphite and active pickups. And they're kind of like, oh, I just like this guitar aesthetically. Right. And then there's probably a whole bunch of people who are very into the tech side of it and are willing to give the body shape a pass because it's got graphite and stuff. You know who played these? Sting was playing them. Mike Rutherford of Genesis. He ended up designing his own model. That's partly why I played the Genesis. Sure. Mark Knopfler, Dire Straits. Lou Reed. That is an outlier. Yeah. In that list of people you just said... Lou Reed is a wild call. Yeah, crazy, huh? Like Sting, just nerdy, egghead, jazz cat guy. Like, yep, I get it. David Bowie? Totally. Sciencey, <laughs> weirdo sci fi guy. Sciencey. Yes. <laughs> Bowie was a pretty cutting edge dude. That's basically the long and short of it, but let's end with this, Ed. Yeah. I'll just give you an idea of the tonal range of this thing. Yep. The low end is it's pretty cool. And the high end is put a little of this on there. We should probably do the clash test. Oh, absolutely. Yep, that's pretty trebly, all right. These are exactly the kind of sounds this guitar should be making, by the way. That is a long and short of the Steinberger guitar story, Ed. What do you think of that? I'm kind of surprised it's the first one we've done. I'm very into Dude's Dad having a Nobel. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, old Jack Steinberger. I wonder if he was totally into it when Ned experienced his own success, or uh, if he was kind of old school, like, I told you you should have gone into science. That's what I think I mean by the whole, I wonder what he thought of his kid. You know, dad's out there teaching PhD level physics 
and winning Nobel Prizes, doing that level of research. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm probably glad I didn't have that kind of (laughs) parental pressure. And I have no idea if he did. I just picture it as always trying to live up to dad, you know. Time Magazine, Plastics Industry, Gibson, Sting, Lou Reed. It's not a Nobel, is it? That would be the brain space I would probably be in. I got to think old Jack was awesome. Yep. I choose to believe Jack was a cool dude. Wonderful father and human being. We're going to put lots of pictures of this thing up. Hell yeah. You'll be able to find some of those on thehighgain.com, which is our webpage. Mm -hmm. Others you will see on Instagram. Where else can they go, Ed? They could go to patreon.com slash thehighgain. That's right. They could go to Twitter, Facebook. They could go to the John-managed accounts on LinkedIn and Pinterest. (laughs) I don't know. I think there's like a high-gain Spotify. I don't know. I think there's all kinds of weird stuff out there. I think if you look for the high gain on some social platform, we're probably there. There's a Discord. That's right. The link to the Discord is in our Instagram profile. Come on aboard. It's a fairly active community on our Discord page. Yes. John and I are in there pretty on the reg, defending my idiotic stances. And I guess by the next time I see you, Ed, you're going to be back here in beautiful West Seattle. Beautiful West Seattle. You know what I'm coming back for? What? Get one of those vaccine shots. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Vax time. I am so stoked. You should be, Ed. I've planned out my summer into the fall. I'm getting a vaccine. I'm going to have two weeks of downtime. And then I'm going to start seeing movie after movie in the movie theater. I'm going to spend my Sundays in John's basement. Nice. Stoked. Well, until all of that happens, Ed... Safe travels. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye.